is South Jersey's home for my guys in the desert. Weekdays starting at 5. I'm Brent Musburger. Join me and the biggest names in sports and sports betting for the latest news and information on the games of the day. We'll deliver all the information that you need to wager and win at the sportsbook. That's my guys in the desert with me, Brent Musburger, right here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Your home with a better network. Live from the Prop Swap Studios of AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio and distributed by the Jacob Media Network. It's Extending the Play with John McMullen, powered by Prop Swap. Prop Swap that ticket and cash in while the odds have improved. It's your time, South Jersey, and our time on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio for extending the play with your host, NFL insider, John McMullen. Today's program is presented locally by the Malamut Law Firm and Remax Real Estate and powered regionally by Bet River Party Poker and Dunkin' Donuts. Now, here's John McMullen. Thanksgiving Saturday edition where there's no trip to fend. We're not sleepy. We're not grumpy. It's a Saturday edition. I'm pretty uh, sleepy. I'm pretty I, grumpy. I think you're, you are a little grumpy, actually. You have uh, extending a play with our guy, Johnny Mac, Johnny McMullen. Rich Kenyon is here on this 26th already of November 2020. We're coming at you live inside the friendly confines of the AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio Studios. We'll take you up to 11 o'clock. Bobby G's going to join us in about 20 minutes. But Johnny Mac, first and foremost, I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving and you missed so much entertaining football action where the NFC East was up for grabs. How about that? Oh, my goodness. By the way, Rich, it was like an old school Thanksgiving. Lions, Cowboys only. That's it. That's, That's it. it. They got to get rid of the Lions, by the way. I'm tired oh, of the Lions man, on they, Thanksgiving they Day. They got to get rid of the Lions. Forget about tradition, even the Cowboys for that matter. Uh, at times, I think they have to get rid of that tradition. But obviously, the best game, Ravens-Steelers postponed, now postponed again. Unbelievable. So it was old school, crappy football, and you'll <laughs> like it from the NFL. And that's all you got. But, you know, people are, are stuck in their homes. Obviously, yep. they can't yep. have large family gatherings, or they shouldn't. Uh, but I hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving, and you as well, Rich. And, uh, you know, the Eagles, a lot has changed even between Thanksgiving and today, Saturday morning, Lane Johnson comes out. He's done for the season. Yeah. Now Jason Peters yep. is finally moving inside the right guard. Everybody's getting their wish. Jordan Mailata, who evidently is Walter Jones at left tackle. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet, but he'll get his opportunity against the Seattle Seahawks. And, you know, when things go wrong, it seems like life piles on. Right, and no they doubt. give you the Seattle Seahawks for the Philadelphia Eagles, team they've never beaten with Russell Wilson at the helm. you got to go back, in fact, to 2008 to find out when the Eagles last beat Seattle. But Russell's 5-0 and uh, against the Eagles. Obviously, he beat them twice last year. But, I mean, he beats everybody. This is a weird Seattle team. Typically, you think of Seattle, you think Russ, and you think Legion of Boom, that defense. 
That defense is gone. Horrible. Secondary is beyond suspect. Yeah, 32nd in the NFL, Rich. Dead uh, last. The, the passing yard. We always talk about, and I've heard you say, the get-right game. Now, I think this is a horrible spot for the Eagles. They've dropped two in a row right now. The season's teetering on. It can just get worse at 3-6-1. and one. They've got to start winning some football games to at least... You know, even have the inclination, if you will, that the thought of of competing for the NFC East over the next couple of weeks. But again, it just seems like the drum is getting banged louder and louder week after week after week. And we can again wax poetic and dissect about if they should or shouldn't bench Wentz if they're gonna pull Wentz. He's starting Monday night. Now I ask you this: They're down thirteen to nothing. He's got a couple picks and a fumble. You know your season's on the brink. At that at that point, going into the locker room, I guarantee the storyline will be if Carson Wentz is coming out of the second half to start. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, this is it. He's got to perform at a certain level. And and you say, you know, forget about winning a football game. As we just mentioned, this is the thirty second ranked defense in the NFL. And more than that, you mentioned the secondary, 32nd-ranked pass defense. Give up almost 300-and-something odd yeah. yards a game. In the NFL. And you're getting Zach Ertz back, yep. we think. Uh, ninety. And Doug Peterson will have his press conference this morning. Remember, everything is pushed back a day. Uh, yeah, but you can't start Jalen Hurts for that reason. No. And, and and what if he, uh, you know what's the bad, right. Rich? Then you can't go back to Carson Wentz at that point. You've lost him mentally, so... Uh, this is a, a situation where, it, to me, it's going to happen in two ways, and we'll obviously get into predictions later in the show. But I see this as a blowout. Seattle just boat races them, or the Eagles win the game. I don't think there's, there's in no between. In, there's no in between, and 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 my gut also tells me that they get steamrolled. I I think this team is broken right now. Oh, I it's think, broken. And and I think in years past we would sit here. This would be the spot, right? Dissension, Doug media zone, game. A, the duck right Carson. He's now he can turn the corner, and make that. I, I, it's it's a different animal. It's a different year. But my question to you is: You said something very interesting about forty five uh, seconds ago. You said you can't go back to Carson Wentz because then he would be mentally broken. I think he already is. But but, but okay. <laughs> but, but be that as it may, you're talking about a quarterback now that is your number five. We're not talking about a first-year quarterback, a rookie quarterback, a second-year. Yeah. But but my problem with that statement is you're paying him. You paid him 120 something, 130 something million odd dollars. If he's going to be broken because of this, then you really have to question in the offseason if he's the quarterback going forward. That is going to be the I, biggest hey, storyline. I get why people say that, and I get you say you're paying this guy so much money, you should be able to do whatever you want to do, and he should be a professional. And I agree, in a vacuum, all of that is true. But you have to bring these things in. And you can look at it from Jalen Hurts' perspective as well. People say, well, throw the kid out there. What if he throw the kid out there between behind this offensive line, which we just explained. There's no more Lane Johnson. Jason Peters is moving. Jordan Mylott is in. It's been a disaster all season. You could lose him as well by throwing him on the football fan throwing them on the football field, and everyone says, well, that shouldn't be. 
Well, guess what? Remember David Carr? It's not like he didn't have talent. Yeah, but, you, but you're talking also. Well, hold on a second. I'm not talking extended period of time. We're talking a game here and there. Just I don't want to even say right to ship, more or less to get Carson. See, I, I go complete opposite to what you're saying. If I'm Carson Wentz, to me, if he's already mentally broken, this if this doesn't light a spark or a fire in the belly, then he's not the guy going forward. And if Hurts goes out there and spits the bit, well, then the excuse is, well, he's a rookie and he wasn't ready, but we needed to do something. Like, at this point, yeah, rip I mean, the Band-Aid off. That, that's, whether you're going to do it slow. Well, that's what people want to do. I mean, we were talking about it be, that? before the show, Rich. Before the show, we were talking. Now, you know, this team won Super Bowl 52. <laughs> what if now they, they want to fire the coach. They want to bench the quarterback. These same people who said, just give me one, Rich. Just give me one. I'm going to name my firstborn uh, after you, Doug. How many Carsons are out there? I got a personal friend who named his kid Carson, which is stupid to begin with because they won a Super Bowl, and he was going to be the MVP. I hear what you're saying. And, and now they're they're like, just give me one. You got one. Give this team a little dispensation. Carson Wentz has to be here next season. Has to be because of the salary cap ramifications. No doubt. No doubt. So you're trying to fix it as best you can. And by the way, we're going to talk about Howie Roseman as well because that's the issues. Personnel. We now know, I think it's fair to say, Carson Wentz isn't Russell Wilson. He's not that type of quarterback that can elevate people around him. But guess what? He can perform if the other parts around him are good. Right now, they're not. So, But I have to give Doug Peterson an opportunity to fix this. I have to. Listen, everything you're making on the surface, everything you're saying, John, on the surface, I get it. It makes sense. But, but, but again, and this is where we're probably going to agree to disagree. In one breath, you're saying he's got to come back. You know, you can't bench him, not because of the money, because he's going to be broken. I counter that with, I'm sorry, if you're supposed to be a franchise quarterback and you're making X amount of dollars and you're you're a couple years removed from arguably being an MVP before you got hurt, and if this bothers you, if this rubs you the wrong way, if your skin is that thin and you mentally can't handle it, then maybe you aren't the quarterback. Well, I, I, I think it's pretty evident he's not the quarterback they thought he was. But, you know, when we always talk about – I call it the Kirk Cousins standard because, you know, Kirk makes so much money. He's such a tease. He's an enigma. He is. He's an enigma. But so you're saying you have to move on from Kirk Cousins. You can't win a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins. They said it in Washington. They're saying it in Minnesota. They're probably right. But who are you moving on to? Who are you going to get that's better than Kirk Cousins? You've seen Washington struggle uh, trying to, to, to find a replacement. Now, Alex Smith was doing fine, and ultimately, hopefully, he's back. That's a great story, by the way. We'll get into Absolutely. that. Um, you know, who's Minnesota going to go to that's better than Kirk? That's the problem you're in. The Eagles are now in that problem. Pro- that same problem. Maybe Carson isn't good enough, but who are you going to get? Where's the plan to get somebody better? Maybe it's Shalen Hurts. I wouldn't bet on that. I'll just say that. And I certainly wouldn't wouldn't bet on it this season. Who's really pulling the strings here? 
in your estimation, oh, when, it, when it comes down to person, but okay, with that being said, do you believe there is friction or disconnect or lack of communication that is stemming down and starting to bleed over from Howie to Doug, hence some of the wavering, some of the back and forth? I mean, listen, we talked a little bit about it in the past. You can kind of document some of these kind of goofy situations where, you know. Yeah, we're going to document them, I and that's the thing, Rich, because I think there is. I think Doug Peterson should be upset. You know, we always talk about good guy Doug, bad guy Doug, surly Doug, nasty Doug. It's time for Doug to get nasty, but it's time for him not to point it at us, the media. Point it at your general manager because he's been doing you a disservice. And we're going to get into that with Bob Groats of the Delaware County time after the break. South Jersey, what a wonderful Saturday morning. Johnny Mac and Rich Q with you on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Are you a sports better looking to make some extra cash this holiday season? PropSwap is your answer. Betters all over the country are using PropSwap to profit on their sports betting skills. Last month, Dave from New Jersey made $12,000 on PropSwap simply by buying and selling tickets. PropSwap makes it easy to sell your bets to one of their thousands of buyers across the country. Go to PropSwap.com. That's P-R-O-P-S-W-A-P.com. Or download the PropSwap app to get started. Malamut and Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com and let the power of Malamut and Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut and Associates, South Jersey. Jersey's best. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. The secret is out about the award-winning Wycombe Public House. People travel from everywhere for their mouth-watering 10-ounce burgers and the area's best wings, nightly food specials, their turkey ball, and their homemade treats. Wycombe Public House is a craft beer paradise with 18 rotating drafts, including a weekly selection from acclaimed local brewery Tired Hands. So hop in the car and take a drive to Bucks County because when you arrive at the Wycombe Public House, you'll know that you're home. Before you play your next round of golf, meet Boston Scott Golf, where style meets performance. You know the feeling most of your golf shirts are too big, too tight, and don't look great. Get the classic style golf shirt with the modern feel and let pure feel take over the next time you play. BostonScottGolf.com. Boston Scott Golf. Feel good, play good, and enjoy a great round of golf. Visit now. BostonScottGolf.com. Use the code Harry and save 20%. Sports are back, baby, and it's time to get those jerseys, those youth jerseys, those youth trophies, logos, everything you need to get that sports league up and running. So who do you call? 
There's only one place to call. It's Keystone Recognition. Over 40 years of servicing Philadelphia, Bucks, Montgomery, Chester, and South Jersey counties. Promotional items, logo clothing, retirement plaques. They do it all, and they do it safely. Think of Keystone Recognition for your PPE needs. That's masks, hand sanitizers, and more. Keystone Recognition provides non-contact pickup and delivery. So give Jeremy and Johnny a call, 215-464-9900, or check them out online at keystonerecognition.com. Put some fire into your dinner plans this week and try one of the traditional and or gourmet pizzas at Boca Coal-Fired Bistro in Margate. You'll be so glad you did. And for sports fans on game day, enjoy Boca's football menu that includes the one and only football fries. Find your way to Boca in Margate, where good people meet new friends. Boca Fired Bistro in Margate, the official game day destination of The Fix with Ryan Rothstein. Heard weeknights at 10 on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Live from the Prop Swap Studios of AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, this is Extending the Play with John McMullen. Presented by Prop Swap. Prop Swap that ticket and cash in while the odds have improved. Once again, your host, John McMullen. We are back here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Beautiful Saturday morning in South Jersey. The post-Thanksgiving Day edition where you get to talk about uh, Turkey Day football with the Detroit Lions, Dallas Cowboys. Obviously, Dallas and the Washington football team uh, had more impact on the Philadelphia Eagles. And hopefully we're going to have Bob Groats from the Delaware County Times. A little difficulty getting a hold of Bob this morning. But nonetheless, we will march on. Uh, I got Rich Q uh, with me as well. And, you know, I wanted to get into that Howie Roseman disconnect, uh, Rich. Uh, before the break, we teased it a little bit. And, I, you know, if you go all the way back to last year, uh, if you remember, Rich, uh, Doug Peterson goes up in his postseason press conference after they lose in the mm-hmm. playoffs to the Seattle Seahawks, and he gets asked the questions about coaching, coaching changes, most notably Mike Rowe. Mm-hmm. He was the embattled one. Is he going to be back? Uh, pretty unequivocal, yes, he was going to be back. Uh, Carson Walsh as well, the wide receivers coach. And then 24 hours, they're both gone. Yep. They're both fired. Now, I reported at that time, and others did as well, and Jeff McClain uh, of Philly.com went so far as to say Jeffrey Lurie made that decision after that ugly December loss against the Miami Dolphins. He basically said, we got to move on from these two guys. Because that's who the fan base kind of gravitated towards blaming sure. for the issues yep. last year. Doug wanted to keep him. And he said he kept him, and he wasn't allowed to keep him. And all of a sudden, 24 hours later, he had to look like uh, a you-know-what right. and say, these guys are fired. And that's not the only time that happened. And we saw it again this week, as I mentioned, with Jason Peters. Doug goes out there Wednesday before Thanksgiving. He gets the question. Look, Jason was terrible in Cleveland. No question about it. So that's why the question was asked. Is he going to be your starting left tackle? Yes. We come back. We eat some turkey. We come back on Friday. (laughs) He's not going to be the starting left tackle. He's going to be the starting right guard. And then I brought up a a, a lesser-known one to you, Rich. Early in this season, pretty consistently, Doug Peterson said, look, there was no offseason. 
Jalen Hurts didn't have an opportunity to learn his offense. So Nate Sudsfeld is going to be the backup, and he was pretty consistent with that. He's going to be the backup. Week one arrives, Nate Sudfeld's a backup. They lose the football game. They lose a 17-0 lead to that Washington football team. All of a sudden, Jalen Hurts is the backup. These decisions are not being made by the head coach of this football team. That's my thesis. So a couple things. What's Doug's contract? How um... – Doug signed an extension after the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, correct. Was it um, five? It was four years, okay. but on top of he had a okay. fifth. So and it, it was essentially yeah. five years. Okay, that's number one. So we'll just kind of keep that uh, on the back burner for a second. The second point I wanted to make is with all these examples that you brought up, and these are great examples, these are red flags to me, that tells me there's a major disconnect, there's discord, and there's not harmony within that building. But more importantly, it also tells me right now, if I'm a head coach who won a Super Bowl, whether I had people in my ear or not, I was able to win a Super Bowl with a backup and a defense that played lights out that year. And now all of a sudden, I don't have... What's the word I'm looking for? I, I in in my eyes, I feel I haven't built up enough equity with you, John McMullen, as GM or owner of the Philadelphia Eagles, where now all these decisions you're making being made after I'm trying to make decisions tells me you're basically cutting my legs out from under me, which also tells me that perhaps, perhaps I'm also on borrowed time. And when you start to feel like you're on borrowed time, what do you do? You lash out a little bit. You feel like you're backed in a corner. As you mentioned, you're angry, Doug. You're dismissive, Doug. And you're fighting and you're scratching and clawing. So my my overall point, this is not going to end well. No, it, it, it doesn't look that way. And that's where I brought up how, how quickly this has morphed and how quickly this league changes, how fluid it is. And you go from Super Bowl 52 to people talking about the head coach having to go, people talking about the – the starting quarterback having to be benched. I I will say from Doug's standpoint, he made a mistake. And I wrote about this at the time. After you win a Super Bowl, that is the time to seize power. And I think that's when you have the most power. And, and I, I think, you know, Doug was happy in his role. He didn't, he didn't want a large role. And by the way, I think he was smart. He didn't want a large role in personnel. I think he understood that's the way to get in trouble. But I think he also thought, okay, I've proven myself to Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie but as maybe well. He, but maybe he didn't, though. Maybe in their eyes it was Reich and Filippo along with Doug. Well, yeah, I mean, people have said that. And, and by the way, Rich, I'm not dismissing that. Clearly he didn't prove himself to these two guys. But I think those two guys are the ones with the egos. I think Doug has shown himself to be a selfless kind of guy for the most part. And he said to himself, well, here we go. I'll be in the conversations now. They'll, they'll go do what I want uh, for the most part. And I'll be able, how we will gather the personnel, and I'll be able to make my decisions with the 53-man roster and with the coaching staff. And it just hasn't been true. Do you remember, and I, I said this years ago on the air, when Chip Kelly came to power, and they gave Chip Kelly too much power, and Chip Kelly was the head coach, and everyone snake found oil salesman. he was beyond a snake oil salesman. And I remember it was either the game against, they got blown up by Miami too, 
or the Tampa, one of those games where he stood up there and basically made the comment about personnel and decision-making. Remember they kind of bumped Howie to the um, little kid's table? Oh, yeah, they sent him to the other side of the building. It was hilarious. I think that's kind of a, um, I think that's kind of what's going on right now. I, I, I agree with you. And we do have Bob Groats. Do we have my buddy Bob Groats from the hey, Delaware County that, Times? Guys. That's unacceptable, Bobby. Yeah, yeah. I tripped the fan and you're probably oh, you're sleeping for Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I, I just was overwhelmed by Black Friday. No. I'm with you. I, I had a rough oh, day man. yesterday. I thought I, everything that I everything in the world that you could think of that is of no use to anyone in the world. <laughs> Well, I'm glad he made it through Black Friday. Now, it's a COVID world, Bob. You should be doing that shopping oh, online. You should know that. You can't yeah. go out. <laughs> but I hope you had your mask on. Now, I, I thought you just blew me off for the Doug Peterson presser because everything got pushed back a day, to be honest. But, I, I, you know, to bring up Doug's presser this morning, and this is the first thing, because Bob has been on the beat longer than anybody. Nobody knows this organization better than he does, uh, and especially the front office part of this. I, I mentioned the rich, Bob. I, you look at some of these decisions, and the most recent one being Jason Peters. On Wednesday, pre-Thanksgiving, Doug says, oh. okay, that's my starting left tackle. Somehow on Friday, he's no longer the starting left tackle. Uh and then if you go all the way back to last, uh, uh, after the Seattle loss in the playoffs, Mike Groh, and even back to week one where Doug said, Nate Sudfeld is my backup quarterback. And then by week yeah. two, Jalen Hurts is the backup. Who is making these decisions? I say, Bob, it is not Doug Peterson. It is Howie Roseman. I I would agree with that because there, there's just too many – and and it's almost it's almost not even fair to to put Doug up there and have him answer these questions. And I think this is this is like definitely in the way the organization wants. This is the way that they want to do this stuff. So, but yeah, I, it, it's uh, it's almost for him. It's like um, it's like sending him into into battle without the weapons. You know, he gets in there and he's and and the players can see this too. They can see what's happening. With these different changes, they're they're kind of puzzled. They've got to be puzzled a little bit too, especially with the, the shuffling along the offensive line. So, and all of that said, this uh, that that gasp by Doug on well, you know, whatever it was you want to call it earlier this week when he talked about the quarterbacks and he was really out of sorts. Man, that was I think that's a, a harbinger of, of what's to come in the the next game or next two games. And we're talking with Bob Groats of the Delaware County Times here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. And, Bob, you know, that's where I was going next, the hesitation over Carson Wentz, the so-called yes, yes, yes press conference. He's my starter. Yeah. What What do you think the hesitation was about? Was it about I'm thinking about moving to Jalen Hurts, or was it about I have no idea if I have the power to say this is my starting quarterback. Which one it, was it? Yeah, I, I think John that it was uh, it was Doug saying that the owner is thinking of, of uh, going to Jalen Hurts. I really I, I really think that. And it, and here's here's basically why in 2008 when and I know we're going back to you know uh, another era. Donovan McNabb was the quarterback and he he was not playing well for four or five games. 
He had a tie the previous week before they played in Baltimore. There was a tie in Cincinnati. He famously said, I didn't know an NFL game could end in a tie. And, and he had a horrible first half against the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore, coached by John Harbaugh, by the way. Just a horrible first half. He thought, and this is everything I, and I trust the people that I talked to, the, the sources from that. Donovan McNabb thought he was going to be the quarterback to start the second half. He came out of the tunnel. He, he was given the game plan, you know, like like he would be the starter. He came out, and a, an assistant coach came up and told him, at almost like at the last minute, that Kevin Cobb was going to was going to be the guy, and he was shocked. And um, and uh, I, 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 the assistant coach, I won't I won't mention his name, but the assistant coach was uh, you know did his best to, to try to, to to calm Donovan down. Donovan watched the second half of the game, but that decision was made by the owner and uh, and and his uh, right hand man at the time, his lieutenant Joe Banner. And Andy has denied this. Andy Reid has denied it, but Andy was even after the game. Andy Reid was. So discombobulated when he was asked immediately after the game, "Who's your starter moving on?" He said he, he would he would, didn't he was going to go back and review everything and make a decision. And then the following day, the shortest press conference in the history <laughs> of Andy Reid with a bunch of I want everyone to understand that Donovan McNabb is my man going forward. And they had a Thursday game, by the way, so it yeah, didn't make a lot of sense to, to make the switch. And uh, what you're telling me. What I'm hearing is that Andrew Briner is going to go up to Carson Wentz at halftime against the Seattle Seahawks on Monday night and tell him to sit down. If history repeats himself, it'll be the low-level yeah. assistant who has to deliver the news. But, you know, we can no longer say, Bob, that the Eagles are in first place. We can no longer say that. The Washington football team is in first place in this division. So if the Eagles do want to win this division, they got to find a way to win a game. And obviously it's Monday night against a team they've never been able to beat. So I ask you, who should be out there as the starting quarterback in your opinion? Should it be Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts? Yeah, I think you've got you've to put Carson Wentz out there. And that's a bad defense, too. And, John, we, I think we, we mentioned this before and just been talking. It looks like they're – the Eagles are going to try and, and uh, well, Doug talked about simplifying the offense. I don't think you can get any simpler than what it looks like they're going to do, which is play bully ball. You know, all they got to do is, is uh, you know, activate Jordan Howard, which I'm sure they will on um, for the game, and uh, and then they they run the ball at at, um, at the Seahawks. Now the Seahawks, their, their run defense is, you know, theoretically it's not as bad as the pass defense, which ranks last in the NFL. But the Seahawks are last in defense, and the only reason they're not last in, in rushing defense is because teams have had found it so easy to throw on them. So, but yeah, they're, they're, I expect the Eagles to come out and just try to establish the line of scrimmage again. That's the that's the couple of days with the Monday night game. They're going to establish the line of scrimmage, and they're going to go right at them. And Carson's going to be the guy. And if they don't win this game, or if Carson performs, if he struggles. Despite that, guess what? I think uh, I think we're gonna, we're looking at a, at uh, you know a, a, a real opportunity for Jalen Hurts. 
All right, there you heard it. Now, Bob, I want you to hold on through the break, and we're all going to shift gears to Russell Wilson and that 32nd-ranked defense in the NFL, the Seattle Seahawks, next on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Are you a sports better looking to make some extra cash this holiday season? Prop Swap is your answer. Bettors all over the country are using PropSwap to profit on their sports betting skills. Last month, Dave from New Jersey made $12,000 on PropSwap simply by buying and selling tickets. PropSwap makes it easy to sell your bets to one of their thousands of buyers across the country. Go to PropSwap.com, that's P-R-O-P-S-W-A-P.com, or download the PropSwap app to get started. DelVal Insurance wants to save you 40% on your car insurance right now, and they will do it today. Here's managing partner Jim Mulebrunner. A lot of people pay a lot more premium than they need to, and they may not have the coverage to to justify what they're paying. There's no charge for the complimentary insurance review. You will save money, and you will connect with a company that is an advocate, not a broker. Go to DVIGI.com or simply call Jim at 215-354-0122. That's 215-354-0122. I've met clients that think that I, as an independent agent, charge a fee versus going direct to Geico or going direct to Progressive. We do not charge a fee. Let DelVal Insurance save you up to 40% on your car insurance. Get your complimentary review. Call Jim Mulebrenner directly at 215-354-0122. 215-354-0122. Your savings are a phone call away. If you're an owner, general manager, or sales manager of an auto dealership in the Delaware Valley, get in touch with Jacob Media right now and ask for this exclusive opportunity to saturate the market. If you're looking for showroom ups, buyers, and used car buyers who will travel to your dealership and do business, get in touch and understand why our Automotive Minute and our pre-owned showcase will drive eyeballs and phone calls. You will do business. Jacob Media Partners will turn on the power of radio and drop your dealership right in front of the car buyers. Contact Joe Krause at Jacob Media Partners 267-261-3428. The power of the Automotive Minute produced by Jacob Media Partners will bring you buyers. Contact me, Joe Krause, at 267-261-3428. 267-261-3428. And turn on the power of radio. Ups, calls, and buyers guaranteed to sell every car we feature in the Automotive Minute. I'm Joe Krause. I'll see you on the road. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. Malamut and Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com and let the power of Malamut and Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut and Associates, South Jersey. Jersey's best. 
What would you do with an extra $284,783 in retirement? Sure, it sounds too good to be true, but that's how much you can save in taxes during your retirement with your IRA and 401k, thanks to the defensive tax planning strategies from Thrive Financial Services. Of course, everyone's situation is different, but if you have an IRA or 401k, learn how much money you can save with a free IRA and 401k analysis. This free analysis can be done over the phone or video conference. Call to schedule your free analysis now at 215 215- 987-2450. Remember, it's not how much you make, it's how much you keep. Call David and Karen Bazaar and Brett Elam of Thrive Financial Services to get your free IRA and 401k analysis. Call 215-987-2450. That's 215-987-2450 for Thrive Financial Services. Live from the Prop Swap Studios of AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, this is Extending the Play with John McMullen. Presented by Prop Swap. Prop Swap that ticket and cash in while the odds have improved. Once again, your host, John McMullen. Welcome back to the program. Beautiful morning here in South Jersey. Sunny. Uh, you would think everything is going well, not necessarily for the Philadelphia Eagles. Because the football gods are piling on Monday nights against the 7-3 and three Seattle Seahawks uh, and a team the Eagles have not been able to beat since Russell Wilson showed up in 2012 to talk about it. We have the great Bob Groats from the Delaware, Delaware County Times. Also, the co-host of the Pro Football Report with the legendary voice of the Philadelphia Eagles, Merrill Reese. <laughs> Got to get that yeah. in. Who, by the way, sounded dejected last week. As I'm going into work, I'm, I'm listening in, Bob and Johnny Mack, and Merrill is just like, this is one. Avert the <laughs> eyes on Monday night. Do not bring the kids. And then he yeah. went to do his oh, post-game he, thing. He's right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Rich, hey, hey, that, what a t- he, he's having a – uh, it's been a tough year for him. I mean, obviously he lives and dies with his yeah. team, but uh, the way that they're playing, it just—he's uh, got to be more frustrated than anybody. And you got to fake it too. And I'm yeah. curious. I, Johnny Mac brought up a great point. I, I just—I just want to slide in and ask you this because McMullen has great insight. We always talk about the decision making, and we always talk about the personnel, and if there's a disconnect. And I'm curious to get your thoughts on this real quick. If you look at everything that's transpired, and we always know in the NFL there's a shelf life with a head coach, especially one that won the Super Bowl. It seems as though Doug really has not been afforded that shelf life. So I want to ask you, Bob, do you believe this is a marriage that is ending towards a nasty, nasty divorce and breakup with Doug? Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if, um, and I know, well, everything that I've heard, the owner really likes Doug. So all that said, you you got a quarterback who was just signed to a huge contract, and I don't think he's going anywhere for at least another two years. Maybe, you know, if, if things went brutally bad, maybe something could be done. Uh, they'd have to adjust that contract, and, and they'd have to have him be a part of that. But I, I think it's the easier thing to do, and it's, you know, the basic kind of the sports. You, you can't fire the, the team, the players, so you, you fire the head coach. I wouldn't be surprised. If they did, and this this coaching staff, I mean, there's, uh, I think there would be other changes as well. I don't think you, I think Schwartz could be gone too. I could see a major overhaul. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, this coaching staff has been sort of a lightning rod for the fan base in general for whatever Absolutely. reason. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it, it is a, a little bit stunning to see the regression uh, of Carson Wentz this season. I know a lot of people hang on to Frank Reich and John Filippo, and you and I have talked about this, uh, Bob. Carson Wentz has performed without those guys. He's performed at a high level, so that doesn't yeah. – necessarily yeah. explain uh, this uh, really unprecedented regression to being at least statistically the worst quarterback in the NFL. And we all know Jim Swartz. Everybody wants a blitz on every play. They don't They don't care that Avanti Maddox is on the outside and, and is getting hurt. So, uh, you know, coaches, and, and Doug says this all the time, Bob, uh, coaches are always under the microscope. But, uh, you know, when you look at what they're facing on Monday night with Russell Wilson, guys, an MVP candidate, again, it's probably a three-horse race with Jake from State Farms guys, Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah. uh-huh. how, do, how do you beat Russell Wilson? This team has changed. The strength is Russell Wilson. The weakness is the defense. No more Legion of Boom. No more Richard Sherman. No more Earl Thomas. 32nd, dead last, Bob Groats. If the Eagles can't get something done on offense against this team, it's over. Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah no, you, you're right. The, the Seahawks average 32. I think they give up like, like 28, right, John? So, yeah, so you got I mean, a chance to beat them. You gotta, you're going to have to score a lot of points or, or reduce the number of uh, possessions that Wilson has. And if they can do that with a run game, you know, and, and grind it out and dink and dunk, you know, maybe that would help. But uh, you, you also have to you also have to get uh, turnovers against Russell Wilson to, to reduce those possessions and uh, and to flip the field. So, And uh, he's had a few interceptions of late in, like, the past four or five games, but uh, I, I'm not real confident anyway with the Eagles. They They've got three interceptions. I think that's the least in the league. So he's yeah. not going to fumble it. The the other guys are not fumblers. Uh, you, you you know the the interceptions have been the things that have. I think the Cardinals did did a pretty good job with that in their win. So I think that's what you got to do. You you're going to have to reduce Russell Wilson's possessions, and um, and and you're going to have to score a lot of points. So and. Wow, I mean that that sounds like a, a pretty tall order for uh, for an Eagles team that you know really hasn't been doing either of those things well this season. Now, I haven't been doing much well, and, and that Seahawks defense, Bob. The the only thing they have done well, and I don't know if this is a, a chicken and an egg type situation because it's so easy to throw against them, but they're they're number four against the rush. So I think that the thought process of just turn the ball, uh, turn around, hand the ball off to Miles Sanders might not necessarily be the way to go. Uh, and and then you're probably, I would say, 99% likely to have Zach Ertz back. That's got to help uh, the passing well, Believe it game. or not, John, i gotta, I, I got to correct you on this because you're not on – we're not on the – the press conference, but I just saw that Hertz is not going to play. He's they, not going to play. That, that I said in. that. I put that. They're going to wait another week. Doug says that so, is unbelievable. Uh, of course, Doug okay, says, so, I'm going to shift gears um, now. But they're going to wait another week on him. That is amazing to me. That that's as we talk. That's as we speak. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I mean, that, 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 that hurts. Know, so, now that can shift this whole thing dramatically because I saw this uh-huh. as a Zach Ertz game where, where, where Carson Wentz said to himself, you know what, you've seen what life is like without Zach valve. Ertz. Yeah. yeah, this is a safety valve. This is a security blanket. These other playmakers have had their opportunity to run with the baton. They haven't been able to do with it. They haven't been able yeah. to do it. I thought he would get back to that too much Ertz philosophy, just constantly throwing the ball, feeding the ball to Ertz. So I can't even speak to how big that is. Uh, yeah. And that just makes it more – is this team shutting down now? You think about Lane Johnson. Is this team just shutting it down? Yeah. Hey, I, I was, I'm with you. I, I, you, you, what you. Your argument for that makes a lot of sense and the familiarity and also simplifying things. But uh, apparently and, – and, you know, Doug said it. And he said it with conviction. Um, so well, that's it. We can't trust you know, it. Yeah, well, we'll we'll see. Uh, I mean, they they've been getting some good snaps out of Richard Rodgers, and Goddard has been playing well. So maybe maybe they get the ball a little bit more. But uh, you know that whole thing with the with the, the Seahawks being fourth in run defense, John. I think that's just I think that's a, just a product of them being so easy to pass on the team. So, yeah, you know, they, could be. It they, could they, be. they don't bother. I, that's what I think. I, I just think that whole defense. But they do have Bobby holes, Wagner, you know? man. That guy's still playing at a high level. Yeah, uh, he, yeah, that's he, true. Uh-huh. He might be the best middle linebacker in football. Uh, KJ Wright. If they they have those two players are still yeah. those types of their top twenty linebackers. Wagner top yeah. five. Um, that's the, the only safety, thing you, know, you they, can look the at. Safety gets turnovers and and, he and gets Jamal back. Adams is back. Yeah. Adams. And they got a stud wide receiver. Well, yeah. I, I, oh, they, got two. they got two. That wide receiver tandem has the most touchdown passes or catches in the league. Yeah, you may not know this, Bob, but the Eagles could have had DK Metcalf. I don't know if you've heard that. Uh, over the. <laughs> By the way, if you guys both subscribe, and if you guys both subscribe to the theory that they're quote shutting it down, then this only strengthens my argument that if they lose this game, just. Just sit the quarterback, save him from he himself. Might as well now. Why? 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 If, I mean, Bob, John, and I have we've gone back and forth with this, but this is just what I contend. If that's the case, no Ertz, no Johnson, they're banged up. You're gotten, you got nothing from guys like Jackson and Jeffrey this year because of the injuries and inconsistent play. I mean, then you know what? Sit him down for a week. I'm not saying punish well, him, but maybe think about it, and hopefully, it lights a spark. If you look at all the, the changes and stuff, or I mean the offensive line and moving the guys around, and and, I, I'm, and the acquisition of, of uh, Jordan Howard and, and that, I, I mean it really does lend lend itself towards a. I mean, if you look at it, it, it really does lend itself towards a Jalen Hurts start. I mean, the things are they're gonna you know they're gonna it, that's definitely dumbing down everything. Uh, and no work yeah, there. Yeah, that's true as but, well. But I mentioned yeah, that earlier. On Monday in the night week. football, I mean. I don't know, John. Monday night? Uh, it's a tough spot for the kid, no doubt. Yeah, it, it is, especially against Russell Wilson. It, it, it yeah. doesn't, you know, it's a tough spot for the team in general, and I think we all understand that. But, uh, you know, I, you you were there Friday, correct, at practice, Bob? Yeah. I was there yeah. Wednesday. Now, we're only allowed in there for basically 10, 15 minutes of individual right. drills. Um. But Zach looked good, man. He looked like he was gearing up to play. We all know he's been unhappy uh, with his contract situation. 
could that have played into this situation as well? And Zach saying, you know, doing a Ricky Waters for who, for what? Yeah. Well, and, and you know, maybe they, maybe as as good as he's looked in practice, you know, maybe they they're going to make him think twice about whether he says <laughs> says anything. You know, we'll, you'll play when we say you play or whatever. It's yeah, getting ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Business decisions, Bobby G. They yeah. call it business decisions, and football guys are starting to make their holiday plans. Yeah, it's getting that time of year. So real quick, and this changes things dramatically. Give us a winner. I think we know which way you're going, <laughs> Bob Gross. But... Yeah, I, I, I'm going with uh, Russell Wilson. Make him 6-0 and against the Eagles. And, um, you know, that I, I just don't see how you stop this guy. And um, And there's it's going to be a, a tough night for uh, for Doug. It's it's going to be difficult. It is going to be a difficult night. I see it shaping and up. We might right. see it. We may see uh, another quarterback that night too. We might. We, it, it is. Well, it is not a just, changing. And not just that uh, that that uh, trick offense that they use. That's not tricking anybody. No, no. it's not. We, we may see him for an extended period of time. Jalen Hurts. We might see a turning of the page. I want to thank Bob Groats for the yeah. Delaware County Times, host, co-host of the Pro Football Report with Merrill Reese. Thanks for joining us, Bob. Uh, Great more, to be here. More after the break on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Johnny Mack and Rich Q with Eagles Intel. Malamut and Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com and let the power of Malamut and Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut and Associates, South Jersey. Jersey's best. Are you a sports better looking to make some extra cash this holiday season? PropSwap is your answer. Betters all over the country are using PropSwap to profit on their sports betting skills. Last month, Dave from New Jersey made $12,000 on PropSwap simply by buying and selling tickets. PropSwap makes it easy to sell your bets to one of their thousands of buyers across the country. Go to PropSwap.com. That's P-R-O-P-S-W-A-P dot com or download the PropSwap app to get started. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. My name is Frank Halber, and I serve as president of Ask Me Local 1637. Every day, countless lives are devastated in our country at the hands of the opioid epidemic. Whether sparked by a pain-related work injury or other issues, many of those afflicted are family members, friends, and co-workers. It may even be you in desperate need of help. No one is immune to the effects of this terrible epidemic. If you or someone you know or love is suffering from addiction to opioids or other substances, don't wait another day to reach out to someone and seek help. I have personally felt the pain that this epidemic inflicts, and I beg of you to tell a friend, a family member, or a professional now and get the support you need like your life depends on it, because it does. Remember, it's not where you start the race that counts, 
It's that you finish that matters the most. My name is Frank Halber of Ask Me Local 1637. I'm a labor leader and organized labor cares. Live from the Prop Swap Studios of AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, this is Extending the Play with John McMullen. Presented by Prop Swap. Prop Swap that ticket and cash in while the odds have improved. Once again, your host, John McMullen. Welcome back to a newsworthy edition of Extending the Play here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Good for Bob Groats to jump on with us. Keep his eye on Doug Peterson's presser, which was going on during the program. And, and drop in, I, I don't want to say a bombshell, but uh, a bit of news that we weren't expecting, Rich, and the fact that Zach Ertz is, is probably not going to go on, on Monday night. And we'll know more of when the final injury report is out later today. But... That, to me, changes the di- dynamic greatly for this team. I thought Carson Wentz was going to get his security blanket back. Doug Peterson talked about simplifying the offense all week, and to me that signaled uh, a heavy dose of Wentz to Ertz. How much of a difference, though, do you really think it would have made in the outcome? I, I do think because, as I said in the first segment, Rich, I saw this thing going one of two ways, either – the Seahawks were going to boat race the Eagles, going to rout them, going to run them out of Lincoln Financial Field, or the Eagles were going to win the game. And now I've, I've cut it down to one scenario. Johnny Mag, I, I honestly, I think, I think you're going to start to see business decisions being made. Yeah, and, and, we're, and we're if, at that and, stage. And it let's happens be honest. We, we, when was the last time we really, really talked about, okay, chips ending, Andy's, you know, the last couple games of his oh, tenure. Yeah. It always ha- it happens. Right? And not just in this city, everywhere. No, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, no doubt. Around the NFL. And even, and even Lane Johnson uh, shutting it down for the season. That's a guy who shouldn't have played week one, to be honest. Uh, he was coming off a tightrope tight rope ankle surgery in, a, uh, in August, late August. And he was almost out there week one, was out there week two. Shouldn't have been playing at all this season. But he was trying to fight through it. And that's just Lane Johnson's from getting to know him over the years. That's just his mentality. He's going to try to fight through things up until there's nothing to fight for. And it's not necessarily with that type of player. It's not a business decision. But you can see all these telltale signs now, Rich. The Eagles are starting. I don't know if they've raised the white flag, but the – but Jeffrey Lurie's got an intern out there who's got his little hands moving to get that white flag up the building. You're gonna, I think no matter what, and I know we're going to hit Eagles Intel in a second, I think at the end of the day, come Tuesday, you're going to see if this team has any fight left for themselves, their fans and the head coach, or if they've just decided to just tank it. And, and by I, the way, no fans there again. Yeah. So there's nothing to fight for well, as far as you, you, know, you, know, you know what I'm saying. No, I know, you know what, what you're what saying, yeah. but I, But you're I, right. What the hell is the motivation yeah. if you're down 17 to nothing? You're not out? hearing those boos. <laughs> and as Bobby G said, hey, if it's a blowout, you have to stick Hurts in j- just to see what yeah. happens. We're going to see the turning of the page, and, and, you know, we'll get to Eagles Intel. And one of that is on the offensive line, some of these younger players. And, you know, it was interesting when I mentioned Wednesday's practice. Jason Peters was out there, and, and maybe this was a little foreshadowing. He was, he was 
almost acting as a personal tutor for Jordan Mailata and Jack Driscoll, uh, the rookie right tackle out of Auburn, who started week one when Lane Johnson was unable to go and who started again later in the season when Lane wasn't able to go before he had his own ankle injury. So I think everybody defaults to Matt Pryor going out to right tackle to replace Lane Johnson. I think it might be Jack Driscoll if he's healthy enough to do it. And then we'll see Jordan Mailata. All these young players that fans want to see, they want to take a look at, they want to see if they can play. Well, you're going to get your mm-hmm. wish. That's right. And Jim Swartz coined the term to me, uh, and I've always loved this and I've always remembered it, when he talked about young players, Rich, he talked about the startup cost of young players, and it can get ugly. It can get expensive at times before young players start <laughs> to understand yes. what's going on. And I think we're hitting that phase, and we might even hit it at the quarterback. And, and dare we say it, and this is a word that is taboo in sports, well, two of them really, transition and rebuilding. You know what? You don't have to rebuild in the NFL. You don't. you got to make good decisions, and you got to stack them. It's not the NBA. You could have one good offseason. We see it all the time. There are worse to first. You're right, 6-10 to 10 to 6. That's a fair point. Every season in the National Football League. Now, the difference is, are you a real contender 10 to 6? You know, there's real contenders and there's playoff contenders. And the Eagles... One of the problems with this whole situation is they thought the championship window was open for another one, and they stuck. I think a lot of people felt that. Yeah. I think oh, I yeah. think a lot of people got sucked into this. The window is still open. We're talking multiple championships. Yeah. It's the NFL. It, it, and that's what happens. You just stick with an aging, expensive roster uh, a little bit too long. And that's where we are. I mean, that's where we are with this football team. And, and you you also will head into an offseason where you really don't know if you have a franchise quarterback or not. Because I don't care if he goes out and they win four or five games in a row and he lights the world on fire. It's always about consistency. Look it up in Webster's Dictionary, right? This this quarterback has been inconsistent. He had the one great Oh, terribly. Run. Yeah. I mean, that is the one thing that is inexplicable about this season, Rich. I, I could never envision in a million years this quarterback would regress to the point that he has. And you can go over every reason why. They're all valid. But you just don't see this. No. You don't typically see this with quarterbacks that have had success. I, I can't explain it. it. It's almost as though, did he peak? <laughs> you know, it's like a fighter already. Did he peak already? Well, he definitely peaked. Uh, the question <laughs> is, you know, and, and that part of it's fine if you're never going to be a top five quarterback. Right. But how do you go from, you know, 10, 11, 12, somewhere in that range to arguably being the worst quarterback, starting quarterback I, I, in the I, NFL. I, I, I just don't I know. can't think of another example of it. Over a four-year span to play at a pretty high level and then just completely off the table, that'll be a, that'll be homework for our next yeah, that, show. i gotta, I got to yeah. try to figure that yeah, out. Because I can't think of anybody who's ever done it. Not falling off a cliff like that from perennial MVP to now the worst quarterback in a division where, let's be honest— the quarterbacks are not very good. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, are we saying he's worse than Andy Dalton? Oh, uh, the, the water pistol? Andy Dalton slain it the other day. He was. Who, All who, right. Who do you like on Monday night? I, I do like, and I just shifted in show. I said there were two options. Hedging the bet. That options is route. Not hedging. This is my bet. Seahawks 40. Oh. Eagles 10. Oh, that's like a Tupelopo game. The yes. three picks. <laughs> it is going to get ugly on Monday night, and I have changed. All because Zach Ertz is not playing in this football. I, I have to go with Seattle. The Eagles have shown me nothing over the last month. No. It, 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 the score to me is irrelevant. I, I just I can see 26, 10, 26, yeah, 13. I, I, it's not going to be close. Uh, maybe I'm a, mo- a little emotional, but they're going to get blown out of the building. Uh, listen to Rich Q, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, 4 to 6, on Back Your Play. I'll be back Monday night with Ryan. Uh, during the football game, we'll have some uh, little updates on the fix here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Uh, until next week, keep extending that play. Have a good week, South Jersey.